This is Fine Rambles, number 89. Okay, I'm a little scared to do this episode, and so I think I just have to jump into the deep end. I'm tired of the lies and the bullying and the shaming that I see on the far left. And since I'm Jewish, let's let's start with the Jews, I guess. When someone criticizes a specific policy of Israel, that is not anti-Semitism. And when the Anti-Defamation League, the ADL, cries anti-Semitism, anti-Semitism at literally every critique or disagreement, when they equate criticism with hate, that hurts the Jews. It hurts the Jews because people get sick and tired of being told over and over that they hate Jews. There is a perverse effect because if someone gets badgered long enough for hating Jews, pretty soon that person's like, you know, fuck it. I don't hate Jews. I've never cared if someone was or wasn't Jewish, but since you won't shut up about it, since you won't stop shaming me for something I'm innocent of, I'm going to start. I think shaming invites the backlash. Shaming creates the thing it claims it's trying to stop. (sighs) Okay, (laughs) gays. Criticizing an individual who is also gay is not homophobic. And when the identity politics police insist that any criticism is homophobia, that hurts gays. When you repeat an obvious lie long enough, when you try to shame people long enough, Eventually, they will have had enough. <laughs> Has anyone listening taken the, the implicit bias test or, or had to sit through mandatory bias training? Well, that is all pseudoscience. There is zero evidence it identifies anything, does anything. It's bullshit. But, you know, I've never had to do it But if I was forced to sit and listen to someone scold me and tell me what a terrible human being I was, and if then I was forced to agree that I was a terrible human being, that is a shitty method to make me, you know, (laughs) feel full of the milk of human kindness. I might start to get resentful. Trans. When the police who have guns threaten people for thought crime, that does not help trans. When, when the ACLU says that men who get their periods are men and that men who get pregnant are men, that doesn't help trans. When trans activists demand that, you know, people who were men a year ago and still have the bone density and and the muscle fiber size of a man, 
when they insist those people must be allowed to beat the crap out of women, and then they yell at you if you disagree, and then they call the cops on you and try to destroy you, that doesn't help trans. Shaming and lying and threatening doesn't convert people magically into allies. It just makes people angry because the tactics of activists more and more are just the tactics of a bully. They're the methods of of an informer in a police state. I mean, my God, you're calling for the help of men with guns over a disagreement. And finally, I guess just for the sake of just for the sake of pissing everyone off, I'll touch immigration. If someone questions open borders and they get yelled at and accused of being a, I don't know, uh, you know, play bingo here, a racist, xenophobic, mouth breather, that doesn't transform her into some woke lefty. It's just going to piss her off. Now, I know, I know some of this inflammatory rhetoric on the left, these, these knee-jerk rush to judgments, they're, they're on Twitter. They're by people that you don't even know. And the less attention that we give to those people, <laughs> the better. Let's not feed the trolls. But some of this shaming and bullying and lying comes from institutions that used to be respectable. They used to be respected. I mentioned the ADL, you know, also the American Civil Liberties Union, the ACLU, the Southern Poverty Law Center. They've become corrupt. Like any institution, they've evolved and they've stopped serving the interests that they were created to serve and that they pretend to serve. And now, like any corrupt organization, they serve their own interests. And the result, well, you can see the result. They now do exactly what they were created to stop. The ADL sows hatred. The ACLU drums up division. The SPLC creates racial tension. And then they fundraise off the resulting attention. You want to know who gets annoyed by activists who, who claim to speak for all Jews, activists who claim that every Jew believes the exact same thing on every issue, activists who have, you know, anointed themselves to shove those beliefs down everyone's throat with violence if necessary. Jews. <laughs> it's the Jews who hate Jewish activists. It's gay people who I think despise gay activists. And I truly believe that trans people, that they are sick and tired of trans activists making them look like a bunch of lunatics. Because trans people are just people. (laughs) They're just people who want to be left the fuck alone to live their lives. And the activists prevent that. They aren't helping. They aren't helping. When 
When someone demands you agree with them, when someone demands you think correctly, and when someone threatens any disagreement with violence, that is not helpful. It's just bullying. These activists are just bullies. They're bullies who fundraise to support their bullying. <laughs> all right, all right, let's keep going. Let's just grab that third rail. Bum, bum, bum. Climate change. Look, I don't see reasonable discussions happening on climate change. I don't see evidence-based debates on the magnitude of the problem or, or how best to address it. Maybe those discussions and debates are happening somewhere, somewhere, but I don't see them. What I see, and you know, what I think most normal people see is Greta Thunberg scolding us. How dare you? I see, I see AOC telling us we have 12 years to the apocalypse. I see the Glacier National Park in Montana putting up signs that read, Glaciers will all be gone by 2020. <laughs> and then I see the park having to take those signs down because guess what? It's 2020 and the predicted doomsday didn't happen. I see claims that any disagreement with the political orthodoxy is, you know, anti-science. Or even better, I hear the response that the science is settled, which is such absolute nonsense and, and betrays a basic lack of understanding of what science even is. I see the public debate focusing on minor issues like plastic straws, while it ignores Boyan Slat. I see the public debate completely ignoring Bjorn Lumberg's Copenhagen Consensus that argues with real evidence that we could do more good faster by investing in, in vaccines and nutrition. And I kind of understand it, I think. I think maybe climate activists believe they have to bully us and lie to us in order to scare us. So we wake up to something that is a real problem. But those tactics don't work. They won't create some sort of blind adherence to the climate change ideology. Bullies create backlash. Lies don't convince people. Lies create skepticism. Hmm. Now, I know what I've said <laughs> would be really easy to misinterpret. So let me speak really slowly. I believe anthropogenic climate change is real. I believe racism exists, and anti-Semitism, and homophobia, and transphobia. These are all real problems. But lying about the problem doesn't solve the problem. Lying about the problem makes the problem worse. Lying doesn't change minds. Lying 
lying cements minds, and it makes people dig in on their existing beliefs. Bullying and and silencing and threatening doesn't solve the problem. It makes the problem worse. Worse. It makes the problem worse. It's counterproductive. Okay. That's all I got. As always, feedback, especially negative feedback, is appreciated. I'll catch you next week.